God's people, on today's show, we answer one of the most simple yet complex questions in the world. Who are you? That's right. Not only do I play one of my songs that is entitled Who Are You that goes into detail about the actual topic, but after that, I give you three keys that will unlock your purpose, that will get you exactly where God called you to be. You don't want to miss one second of this show. We are dropping gems, so please come in with your hands open and sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. Now in session. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. I literally believe that I can do anything that I put my mind to, and I could be anything that I want to be. I believe that. Now, that's about as cliche as it gets. I know for a lot of people, those are just figures of speeches, and it just sounds good to motivate or inspire somebody. You can be anything you want to be, buddy. Well, guess what? I hate fake stuff. I'm going to just be honest with you. I really cannot stand fake motivational stuff that's not authentic. But I'm here for the real stuff. I'm here for the stuff that's passionate, genuine, like from the heart, and that people, that it actually works. You get what I'm saying? I'm here for all that. So let me just unpack these statements a little bit. And I'm going to say this this is one of those episodes where it's going to be a lot of gems dropped. You got to come here with your hands. Like You got to be ready to catch something because I'm dropping them left and right. I'm already telling you, I got my little chart. And shout out to everybody that's been hitting me up for the charts every week that I've been doing. Um, last week, Trinity Financial Coaching did a chart. I appreciate them. And it's just something I'm doing to add value um, to you because, again, this show is really about guiding you to your purpose. I'm not just saying stuff because it sounds good. We're really trying to put together things that are valuable to put in your hand. So as always, if you want um, the information from today's show uh, visually, I don't know. I haven't created it yet. I don't know if it's going to be a chart or just the show notes. I got it scripted out. I just haven't, you know, made the PDF. Um, hit me up, Music at gmail.com and let me know that you want today's show notes or chart or however you word it. And as y'all know, I'll get it right to you. Right to you. Right to you. But let's unpack this. You know, so what do I really mean when I say, like, first of all, that I, I think, like, I can be anything I want to be, right? When you say something like that, there's still, like, a certain um, understanding of, of, like, who you actually are. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you can't just say you, like... And I've talked about this in the past, like, oh, I'm going to be seven foot tall. That's no, that's a fantasy. That's not even a real goal because I'm never going to be seven foot tall. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it don't work like that, buddy. I'm six one. I'm going to be six one. I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless I have some type of uh, late adulthood 
could have went to the NBA growth spurt, I'm not going to be seven feet. So that's cool, right? So when you say that you want to, you know, that you can be anything you want to be, first you have to um, set the standards and the expectations for your wants. Like you actually have to have wants that make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I say I, I believe I can do anything that I put my mind to, I'm not going outside and thinking that I can run 85 miles an hour. I'm not a cheetah. That doesn't make sense. So it got to make sense. You go like it got to Before we go anywhere else, your dreams, your goal, your vision, the things that you're trying to do in this life has to make sense. But we're going to walk through a whole entire process. Um, to hopefully get you to understand who you are, who you want to be, um, and, and show you how to activate that. So before that, I'm going to share this J. Will music song of the day um, because after this song, we got a lot to say. I don't want no songs interrupting me or nothing. But um, this song is really important. And a lot of my music, man, I don't know, like I'm so proud um, of the music that God has allowed me to create. Because all of these songs had meaning. I made these songs mostly before I even had a podcast. But this podcast allows me to unpack the songs and like really put the songs um, within uh, around substance and content that makes the song make sense. So today's song is Who Are You? If you have heard my project entitled God Knows My Art, I believe. Yeah, that's where that's at. This song features Matt Mitchell. He was formerly of Path of Revelation, um, which was a dope rap group, uh, rap duo. Some of my boys from school, Gabe and Matt. But um, this song is called Who Are You? And look, peep this. The whole concept of who are you. This is important. This is like, I need you thinking about this. And I think we actually have an episode called Who Are You? But this is a different approach to it. You really got to know who you are. But let me share some things about this song. The whole concept is based around like when you run into somebody from school or an old friend or somebody that you used to know. And this becomes more and more relevant for me as I grow in Christ. The reason it becomes more relevant is because I am less and less of who I used to be and more, of, more and more of who I'm going to be. So when you're walking towards your purpose, it's a process. We've already established that in this show. But every day that you're walking in your purpose, you're less of who you used to be. And you're getting closer to who God called you to be. What ends up happening in that process is when you run into old people, in their mind, you're you from back then. And that's an interesting dynamic. I've ran into people and y'all know, like, if you listen to this show, you know I got a little silliness to me, right? I could be a silly guy. In, uh, in high school, I was the class clown. So, like, check this out. In high school, I was nothing but silly. Like, that's all I really was, and I was a hooper. Wasn't really trying to do no work for real. Not until 11th grade, then I became a scholar. You know what I'm saying? It's in me. It just wasn't activated. Y'all, look, I'm not. Gems are dropping, and you don't even know it yet. What's my point? People who knew me from high school knew a comedian. That's the best way I could put it. I was literally a comedian in high school. 
my whole approach to school, I just wanted, I was in a stand-up show in my mind. And so when people see me now, they're like looking, they, literally, I, this just happened to me uh, last year I ran into somebody when I was traveling for business. And the first question people ask me is like, are you still funny? Or are you still silly? And I'm like, yeah, but not what you knew. Like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Uh. Anyway, that's an inside joke that I'm bringing outside. Who are you? <laughs> but you got to know who you are. I'm not him anymore. So that's where this song comes in. Let's get to it so we can get to the gems, baby. Who Are You by J. Will Music. Add this to your Spotify, your Apple Music playlist. Again, that's J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. The song is called Who Are You? Featuring Matthew Mitchell of P.O.R. Produced by Brie K. Sounds. West Coast, South California. Hey, don't you hate when you run into somebody you used to go to school with? You see them like in the mall or something? And the first thing is like, it's this awkward moment. Like, are we gonna speak? And then you walk up to them. And you trying to figure out, like, is this the same you or, like, have you changed? And they trying to figure out the same thing. But for whatever reason, they assume that you the same old you. But really, you brand Some new. people think they cool with you just because they went to school with you. That's when they meet that new of you. Like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. J-Will Music. If you miss me, then you missed me. Sober, never tipsy, cause all I do is sip tea It's none of my business what you sipping But I'm sensing sensitivity Like I shouldn't say what I believe Even though I know what you believe Cause you wear it on your sleeve They want me to run and hide, never shine Even though I got this light in me If the street lights coming on, send you home That's just what it's gotta be As a Christian, I feel so minimized Like we could be cool if I did what you do But I don't cause I got my own standard And you don't respect it This world ain't no friend of mine cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new of you Like who are you? And I'm like who are you? Just standing there We both like who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Some people think they cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new of you like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? They saw a little old timid boy uh -huh. They said he's just a cute church boy Standing over there quiet But now I'm knocking down giants Stronger in the faith but still not in your face Hoping you see grace going at my pace Still the same hype but don't believe the hype For Jesus I would die, I'm one of those type Look at me now I'm a dad carrying around two kids Ain't nothing changed The gospel got me looking foolish <laughs> I'll be a fool for him As long as that's who I represent Now you should be at ease. I acknowledge this room had an elephant. <laughs> Now you're thinking anomaly. This is real. Nothing is stopping me. But for real, this how it gotta be. We create the social norm, never conform. Who am I? Who are you? The next trend might be having you dressed in a tutu. Having you stuck with no waivers. Man, I'd rather be a trailblazer. I told you who I am. Now who are you? I gave my life to Christ. Now who are you? I'm not your average type, I'm a good friend All this dream talk got me feeling brand new And I want it so bad Some people think they cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new of you Like who are you? And I'm like who are you? 
Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people think they cool with you just cause they went to school with you. That's when they meet that new with you. Like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm arranging some things, trying to get a range. I got dreams bigger than today. I believe God over money. I believe money ain't a thing. Whole different meaning when I say it. See, the thing is money doesn't change. Who you are, it only magnifies. Who are you, mad cause I changed? Well, I'm mad that y'all stay the same. Like watching water fall for the drain. Seen it done a thousand times before. Everybody falls for the fame. That's why I'm chasing purpose in my verses. Reading in my Bible every day. Y'all picture Jesus walking on water. I picture Jesus Some riding on the way. Cool with you just cause they went to school with you. That's when they meet that new with you. Like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just heard Who Are You by J. Will Music featuring Matthew Mitchell, P.O.R., produced by Bree K. Sounds. That is on my project that released back in 2017, believe it or not, entitled God Knows My Art. If you don't have that, all you got to do is add J. Will Music, J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C, to your playlist on Apple Music or Spotify. All right, let's jump into this content today. You know, as you can hear from the song, I think it's very important to know who you are. Because for me, if I still think I'm the 17-year-old kid that was just a comedian for no reason in high school, then I start living out my life as if I'm that guy. And I never actually made the conscious decision like, yo, I'm not him anymore. My life would be in shambles if I was acting like that because I was very immature. I was funny as ever. Don't get me wrong. Now, let's say if I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. That would be different. I could still keep a lot of elements from that silly guy. But I didn't want to be a comedian. I, that's not like, I li- I'm funny, but I don't like having to be funny. That's totally different. Just being able to be funny when you feel like it and not like, no, I don't want to, like, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow and be funny. Like, no, I'm straight. So those are decisions, though. And that's what we have to do is we got to get out of this idea of freestyling. And just living life any type of way and thinking you're going to fall to the top of the mountain like I've said a hundred times before. The reason it's important to know who you are is because zebras can't be lions. (laughs) Look, you got to hear me on this. No matter how dope of a zebra you are, you cannot be a lion. So... A, a zebra sometimes like represents, let, let's just use a zebra metaphorically to represent some of your li- limitations, but also some things that you might be good at. You know what I'm saying? First of all, this is just the attribute I'm making up right here. But a zebra, black and white, a zebra is mixed. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Mixed people are dope. You get to be both and you get to try to, I couldn't imagine being mixed right now. Like, what you going to do? Whose side you on? The world is against each other. You mix. You a zebra. You get to see both sides. But no, that's a real attribute sometimes when I think about it. Like, like in the midst of this world, just as a sidebar, you know, for those of you out there who have a parent that's white or a grandparent that's white, another grandparent that's black, you know, you might be exposed to some more perspective and have a more real, well-rounded vantage point um, and be able to speak to some of the things going on today. But anyway, I don't know why I made that connection to a zebra. That has nothing to do with each other. 
For anybody who think I'm seriously making that connection, I apologize. Now let's get to the real stuff. Zebras can't be lions. So a zebra is not the king of the jungle. A zebra is not going to hunt down the way a, a lion can hunt down. The best zebra can't do it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so the reason that a zebra needs to know, like, who I am is so that if I'm a zebra, I can be the best zebra, but I can do it within the realm of things that are really possible. Like, now, it doesn't mean I'm not trying to get you to limit your dreams or like, no, Jay, we could do the impossible. Yeah. But even that has limitations on it. You get what I'm saying? And, and so, again, I can't be seven feet. Now, you can say, yes, you can. Put on some stilts. Get some a foot-long wood leg, you know, connected to the bottom of your foot. Okay, I got you. You win. That's possible. It's just not realistic for me. I'm not walking around like that. I can't find no pants that long. No, I'm straight, bro. All right. Anyway, the point I'm making is this. If I'm a lion, like, I need to understand that I have potential in me. I might be a weak lion. I might be a lion that's not fully tapped into my, my complete potential, but it might be because I hang around zebras all day and I think I'm a zebra. For the zebra that's hanging around lions all day, there could be some good to that, right? But what if that zebra is like trying so much to be like the lion that you go out here and get yourself hurt because you ain't really a lion? Zebras can't be lions. All right, so here's the way we're going to approach this today. I really want to make three points, okay? There's three points that I want to make. It's number one is educate. Know who you are. Educate yourself on you. Know who you are, right? The second, the second step is innovate. Know who you want to be. Now, with both of those steps, keep in mind, on episode 83, I went through six questions you need to ask yourself to guide you to your purpose. So you can go back and listen to episode 83 and then come back to this because you're going to be able to work these together. We're just digging deeper, man, to get you to where you really want and need to be in Christ Jesus and in your purpose. Okay. The last part, the third one is activate, right? Activate. We need you to become who you said you wanted to be. So first, I need to educate myself on who I am. Secondly, I need to innovate. And thirdly, I need to activate. All right. So let's first, let's look at this idea of educating. So this is like a scouting report on you. And that's really what we did in episode 83. We wrote up a scouting report on ourselves. We wrote down our strengths, our weaknesses our limitations, right? And that's what this educating yourself on you is all about. Like, what is my potential? If I'm a weak lion, maybe no one has ever told me like, yo, you were actually created to be the king of the jungle. Like you're actually stronger, even though you might be weaker in comparison, you might be a weak lion. But guess what, bro? This is perspective right here. I'm the weakest lion but I'm still stronger than everybody over here. I'm still stronger than a zebra, right? And so when you start understanding, then you might understand like, yo, what's my limitations as a lion? 
Like, I can't fly. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not an eagle. So the, the first thing I want you to understand about educating yourself is there are pros and cons to all of us. Make yourself comfortable with your limitations. Don't ignore your limitations because if you ignore your limitations, they will always limit you. But when you become aware and say, okay, I can't fly, now you can plan and make plans and strategize around the fact that, yo, I can't fly, so I'm going to do this. Again, zebras can't be lions. The worst thing that can happen to a zebra is for a zebra to make plans as if they're a lion. It wouldn't make sense. It would not make sense at all. So for you, for me, what does this mean, Jermaine? What you talking about lions and zebras, Jermaine? I don't get it. I simply want you to become so in tune to who you are. Now, some of this requires us to have less distractions. There are so many distractions in the world today. There's so much pulling for your attention. Social media, which y'all know I love social media. And I also hate it, if I'm being honest. There are aspects of social media that get under my skin. And that's why I have to like, you know, oh, I can do this site. I can't do that site. I'm not on every social media site. I can't be on every social media site. It's too much. So I just want to understand like, Yo, maybe this particular site, maybe I can't handle Instagram because they're constantly showing me lions and I'm just trying to be the best zebra. But every time I try to start being the best zebra, I keep seeing lions and I keep getting distracted and comparing myself to them. So maybe I need to get off of Instagram or maybe that means I need to unfollow some people and change what my timeline looks like. Those are all things you can control. And once you become educated about you and you understand, yo, distraction is a limitation for me. I get easily distracted. So then you can start making plans around like moving distractions, eliminating distractions. That's the word I'm looking for. So what's my point? Educate myself on me and then make plans that will a lot put me in position to be the best version of me that I can possibly be. Know who you are. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Um, uh. So step two is to innovate. Know who you want to be. Now that you know who you are, come on, like that's not good enough just to know who you are. Because you can know something, right? Like, I can know that I'm lazy, but what does me knowing that really solve in and of itself? Now that I'm educated, I have to innovate. What do I mean? Like, to innovate is to start creating a new version of, like to change, to make better, to upgrade. So you become educated on who you are, and then now it's time to start innovating who you are based on who you want to be. Y'all gonna hear me say this? A thousand times. Do this exercise. Close your eyes. Ask yourself, who am I in five years? What does that person look like? Who do I want to be in five years? Like, and then once you figure that out, like, and, and let, let me say this so that people don't get sidetracked if you're new to this show, because I get it. 
this might be a certain type of episode that you feel like, oh, he's not talking a lot about the Bible or something, which we got, oh, we got scripture, bro. We're going we to dabble into some scripture, and it, there's something, uh, a particular story I want to look at. But just understand that this show was founded. That's why we, we in episode 90-something. Nah, 87 on paper, but this is really 90-something. Um, you know, we have set a foundation in this show that we are not trying to find purpose outside of Christ Jesus. Like, I've established that. So, but if you knew, I, I understand the importance of me needing to say that, that the things I'm talking about is living your life according to God's plan. Not according to your selfish ambition, not because you just want to be famous or you want a lot of followers or, oh, you want to blow up as an artist. No, we're talking about purpose. That's rooted in Christ. The purpose that he had for you when he created you. We're talking about you finding that purpose, balancing faith in business to guide you to your purpose. You see how it all makes sense? All right, but in this innovation stage, I think one of the first questions you have to ask yourself is like, what are you willing to work on? Because if I'm being real, part of the reason that I don't like I know that I'm not about to make it even to a semi-pro basketball league. I'm not even going to make it in the YMCA league right now. You get what I'm saying? It's not going to happen. I can still shoot like I'll always be able to shoot. I can outshoot anybody at Dave and Buster's. I challenge you right now whenever they open back up. But here's my point. I'm not willing to go through the training to be a professional athlete. Like, I'm just not willing to do it no more. It's not worth it to me. Like, no, mm, I don't want to do it. My foot hurt. Mm, can't do it. I'm sore. Mm, I don't want to be sore. I got to go to work tomorrow. But <laughs> my point is, sometimes we'll sit back and we, we create these plans about our future, and they're more fantasies than dreams. They're more, they're more um, unrealistic than real goals. Because you start writing stuff on a paper because you don't know who you are. And these are things that you ain't even willing to want to be. Like, it doesn't make sense to write down goals that you ain't willing to work for. So now I've established who I am. Then I've started actually now establishing what I'm willing to work for. So I'm just thinking of a random example. All right, let's say I want to be an author. And I've, I've decided I want to be an author. Then I've also decided I'm willing to work and get the, because like, let's say I have no idea how to produce a book and publish it. But now I'm saying I'm willing to learn how to become an author. I'm willing to go through the training to become an author and learn how to publish a book, right? That's a real goal. Once you commit to wanting to learn how to do it, then it comes down to like, okay, Who's going to train me? These are realistic questions. Like, follow me on this. Like, these are questions that if you ask yourself this question, like, you are going to get to purpose if you do this. Trust me. What you mean who's going to train me, Jermaine? I mean this. Are you going to read books? That's a form of training and learning and education. Are you going to get your uh, learning from YouTube? You know how many people? Get information from YouTube, bruh. Like, look, you can do anything on YouTube. Like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. Look, I told y'all before, man, when you, when you bald-headed and the heat come outside, it's hot, the sun is beaming. And I've never been a person that, like, I mean, I used to wear do-rags back when I had braids back in the day and stuff. 
but in waves. But I've never been a person like beyond that to just walk around with something wrapped around my head. But now it's like, yo, I'm not going to lie. It's comfortable in the mud to have something wrapped around your head when you bald and then you got to be out in the heat or something. So I went on YouTube. I'm like, man, what's the best way to tie a bandana like a way that I want to wear it? I done went on YouTube. And here's the crazy thing about it. The YouTube video I watched on how to tie a bandana was nine years old. <laughs> a nine-year-old video. And Buddy don't know that I'm watching this. I don't know where he at. He looked like he was somewhere in Guatemala. Like, he don't know that I'm watching this today and it's still adding value. But that was a form of training and learning for me. Like, you can learn real-life information on YouTube. Um, I've learned real estate stuff on YouTube. I mean, it's, the possibilities are endless. You know that. But what's my point? Or are you going to have an advisor or mentor? That's more of a real life person that you call or meet with or whatever. Um, someone you can have, you could discuss and go back and forth and they can help sharpen you. Now, if you decide you want training, what you're saying is that I'm willing to be stretched. I'm telling you, if you get a mentor, I have several mentors. And when you get a mentor, it's not super easy. They challenge you because they're further along than you. The problem with some of us is we can't even get a mentor. Because we haven't taken inventory and know who we are or know who we want to be, we're meeting people who are much further along and much more successful there where we want to be, but we're so prideful and arrogant, we can't even give them that respect um, to allow them to mentor us. So sometimes having or accepting a mentor is about humbling yourself. You got to humble yourself to get help. That's a lot what this is about. You get what I'm saying? Zebras can't be lions, fam. Humble yourself. You're a zebra. Z-E-B-R-A. You're a zebra. The last point I want to make on innovation, when you talk about innovating yourself, man, you got to think outside the box. Like, you really got to think outside the box. Now, I'm not talking about, don't think outside the Bible. Like, that's why I got the song. You can't put God in a box. God is the box. Like, God is my box. So, when I say think outside of the box, I'm saying think outside of like what the world is telling you you have to do. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay, I'm a Christian rapper. The world tells you if you want to be a successful artist, then you have to go get a record deal. And da, 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 they paint the picture of this is what success looks like. Well, for me, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to be jumping around on stages every week away from my wife and my family. I'm good, bro. Like, uh, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not something I'm willing to work for. I'd rather create my podcast. I'd rather have my own stuff going on, create success a whole different type of way. And music becomes like a soundtrack to my life and purpose and helping people. But I, I, don't, want to, I don't want a Grammy. I don't want one. Like, I'm not willing to, to work for it. I'm not willing to do the sacrifices. Nope, can't do it, right? When I say think outside the box, um, I started off that one project, um, God Knows My Art. If you listen to the first song, um, I, I started off like, my life is a blank canvas. My words are the paint and God knows my art. And the point that I make when I tell people that my life is a blank canvas, because I, I, that's something that I've said to people in real life in the corporate world. I can remember when I was getting pressured to take my career down a certain path. 
And um, I was in this interview and I just told him, I was like, my life is a blank canvas. I said that. That was before I wrote that song. And my point with that statement is that you can't tell me how everyone else did it, how they became successful in their career. I'm following God like God created me with a purpose. It might have never been done before. It might have been done, but not quite like this. I don't know. Take yourself when you're innovating yourself and trying to figure out who God wants me to be. Take yourself out of the box, bro. Like right now, you're listening to me right now do a podcast on faith and business to guide people to their purpose. You know, I mean, I'm not saying. Look, it's a lot of podcasts out there. People take different approaches, right? A lot of people take the gossip approach or the current events and. It's a lot of different things you could do, a lot of different angles. My angle is faith in business. I very rarely, if at all, deal with any type of crazy gossip news or tabloids and stuff like that. This is about purpose. That's what we're doing here. That's why you're listening today, because this show is adding value. Like you want to find your purpose. So you're listening to this. I stepped out of the box. I didn't look at what all the other um, podcasts were doing, because I'm a lion. Those might be zebras. They might be tigers, but I'm a lion. So I can't try to make a podcast like you. Like, I'm not you. I'm literally me. And the more I know who I am, the more I can effectively communicate the purpose of this show. I'm telling you, if you want to find your purpose, you got to be you. Because what's the point of finding your purpose and when you get there, you ain't you? Look, follow me on this, right? Imagine that a package came to you and got delivered to UPS at the warehouse. You ever had a package that didn't come to the house for whatever reason or you were supposed to sign for it because they got to make sure you you. And now you got to go to UPS. This happened to me plenty of times in the past. And you got to go pick up the package from the warehouse. I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing this. Get to UPS, right? And they need to now make sure I'm me. Here's the crazy thing about it. The package literally has your name on it. But like you, they need proof that you are you in order to give you what's yours. And some of us, we have a purpose. The purpose, God has it there. It's at the warehouse, the heavenly warehouse. God is just waiting on you to claim it. Like, this is yours. It got your name on it. Only you can get it. But the problem with some of us is we get there and we are not who God called us to be. And it's like, man, I called you to be this, this, and this. And when you reach this level, you were going to get this. It's like a, a trust when a family uh, leaves behind money for their children or their grandchildren. They don't just leave money a lot of times. I mean, they may sometimes. But there are a lot of times where that trust has things. That, and this is taking me into the third point of activating, right? Because that trust has some elements to it that if you do this, you get this. Oh, you're starting a business, you get $50,000. If you get married, you get this and a house. Like there are things that you get for doing, for being you, for being whoever created that trust. They envisioned you a certain way. And they was like, yo, my kids or my grandkids are going to be successful and I'm going to help them get there. But guess what? If you don't look, if if there's a parameter that says when you get married, you get a big a big house and a car. 
If you don't get married, you don't unlock that gift. So I want y'all to think about the importance of activating yourself and becoming who you said you wanted to be. You're activating the purpose, the potential, the faith, the hope, everything in you now, because up to this point, you've gone through a process. You've gone through a process of educating yourself on who you are, innovating and strategizing about who you want to become. And now that it's nicely packaged and ready to go, the only thing left to do is to be activated. Like now it's time for you to do what you said you were going to do. Faith without works is dead. Now it's time to activate your faith. Like you have to now, everything you're doing in this last stage of activation should be complementing the first two stages. So it's like, yo, all right, let's make this plain. Let's say I said I was going to go to the Olympics as a track star, right? That was what I established in my education and my um, innovation, and now I'm working towards that. Well, guess what? Everything I do in my life should be supporting and complementing those things. What do I mean? If I say I want to go to the Olympics and be a track star, and the Olympics is in two months, and you see me and I'm not jogging, I'm eating biscuits and gravy, I'm eating Swedish fish and, you know, Captain Crunch, like, I'm just laid, laid back, getting big and fat, like, and I don't mean fat disrespectfully. I just mean like you just like you laid back, you chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like you just eating like it is what it is. You don't care. That doesn't support what you said. So in this activation stage, now it's time to activate, Jermaine. You said you wanted to be a track star. Now it's time to run. Now it's time to put the cookies down. Now it's time to be disciplined. It's time to become who you said you wanted to be. I'll tell y'all like this. Like, you ever get a new credit card or de let's say debit card in the mail from your bank? Like, maybe the old one expired or something happened and they send you this new card. Every new card has a sticker over it with a phone number and it usually come glued to a one, one sheet of paper and it's literally telling you, before you try to use this card, must be activated. Okay. And it's giving you directions. Call this number, press one, and hit pound, and then your card is activated. What does this mean to you? If you, that card came in the mail, came to your house, it got your name on it, it got your address on it, it got all your information, it's yours. It's connected to your money, to your bank. Guess what? You don't have access to it, even though it's yours until you activate it. If you don't activate that card and you try to take it to the bank no matter uh, or to the store, no matter how many times you swipe it, it's not going to work. It ain't going to buy nothing. You got the money. The card is yours. It got your name on it. And see, this is how it works. Like, you have to activate the gift in you. Some of us are walking around with so much potential and so much um, possibility, so much hope, like so much purpose living on the inside of us, and it hasn't been activated. And we're trying to figure out, like, why can't I make it here? Why this don't work? Or why? Like, because you haven't stepped back, educated yourself on who you are, been honest with yourself, right? Then innovated and figured out, well, 
how do I get from where I am today to who I want to be and then activate? You can do all those other things, but if you don't activate your gift, it means nothing. Now, some of us activate the card, but then don't use the card in the purpose that it was created for. What do I mean? You, act, you said that you were getting a credit card to, you know, uh, pay down some other debt or consolidate this or do whatever you're doing. I'm just making up stuff. Don't do that. But my point is then you get the card and then you just start buying stuff you don't need. You start buying stuff that you want. And then now the card, the thing that was activated, that was supposed to be good for you is actually harmful. It's destroying your credit. All right. So let's say me. I'm going to use me, right? I'm a Christian rapper. Y'all know that. Y'all just heard my song. Who are you? So God gave me this gift for a reason, right? I wasn't always rapping the way that I rap now and doing it to God's glory. Well, had I continued to go down the path of not rapping for God's glory, maybe that would have led to money. Maybe it would have led to fame, maybe some attention. But what if it would have destroyed my life at home? What if it would have destroyed my family or destroyed... Like, sometimes I look at the people in Hollywood and no shade to them, but I'm like, man, it looks like they got it all. But then you start reading articles and stories and you're like, man, they gave up a lot. And my thing is, again, I'm just using as a general example, maybe one of, some of their issue is their, their gift is activated. God created you to be an actor, you're acting. He created you to do music, you're doing music. But you're not doing it to his glory. You're not doing it the way that he called you to do it, so it starts destroying you. And we have to be careful that when we activate our gifts, we glorify God. Some of us are walking in our gifts, and we think we idolize the gift. I see this with singing a lot. People idolize singing. So they think just the act of singing is the purpose. That's not the purpose. That's the gift. The purpose is what God gave it to you to achieve. I can tell you, God did not give us our gifts just for us to selfishly profit and have no value to the kingdom of God. God also would not give me the gift to be a rapper, to go out and rap about things that speak against his biblical principles, that speak against God's traditional family, that speaks against the faith. Like God wouldn't do, he wouldn't give me the gift to rap to promote sin. It wouldn't make sense. And God makes sense. We know that, right? So what am I saying? I'm saying that for each of us, we should not just be educating, innovating, and activating, but we should also make sure that it's rooted in purpose. And I'm telling you, if you go through these exercises and these type of things, man, like I truly believe that you will start seeing your life change, that you will literally start seeing a difference in your life. And that some, some of us, like we haven't seen these differences because we simply haven't given it the attention and the time that it needs. And that's why I told y'all from episode one, it's a process. If you, if you are a new listener, I'm telling you, man, there's value in going back to some of these shows in the past and getting some of this information because this is a process. Remember I said part of the um, innovation is the training? Part of innovation is who will train you. I should add to that list podcasts because I'm telling you, this podcast is literally about balancing faith and business to guide you to your purpose, to train you, to help get you to where you need to be 
in the Lord, in your purpose, in the faith. And when you go back and listen, and I'm telling you, it's like it's a blessing. It is a blessing. I appreciate y'all too for rocking. Like people listening. Like I'm not saying that because people not listening. Like people listening. And I think it's a blessing and I appreciate it. And I thank God for the opportunity to be able to come here and chop it up with y'all every week. Look, at the end of the day, don't try to be something you not, man. Zebras can't be lions. All right, so the last thing I want to do before we get out of here, there was, um, there's a, a, a scripture, a, a story, I don't know what you want to call it, um, a person in the Bible that came to mind when um, I was kind of thinking through today's show. And that's Rahab, man. And if you know about Rahab, matter of fact, let's go to Joshua chapter 2. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I'm going to start midway through verse 1. Um, Joshua sent out some spies, right? And he instructed them to go to the other side of Jordan, um, and especially around Jericho. They were, they were spying, right, on the land. And so here's where we pick up in verse 1. So the, so the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. All right, so rock with me. We're talking about educating, innovating, and activating. Rahab, all we know about her at this point in life is that she's a prostitute. And here's how life is, right? Remember I said in Who Are You, what ends up happening is that people think you got to always be who you were. No matter who you are, man, no matter what your struggle is, you don't always have to be that. No matter what wrong you've done. The blood of Jesus Christ is powerful enough to forgive you. And you have to accept that forgiveness. That's part of activating, right? Is understanding that God created me to be something greater. And I can receive the gift of salvation, right? So what I like about Rahab is at this point, she's just a prostitute, right? They stayed there tonight. Um, I'm going to verse 3. So the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab. Bring out the men who, come, who have come to your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Right? Rahab had hid these dudes, right? So verse 6, um, it says she had actually taken them up to the roof and hid, hidden them beneath the bundles of flax she had laid out. Right? But what happened is when they came looking, she like, oh, I don't know where they went, right? Let's go to verse 8. I know I'm bouncing around because I just, I want to make a, a quick point here. It's not meant to kind of drag it out. Before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up on the roof to talk with them. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror, right? Now let's go down to verse 13. I mean, 11. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. I love this part right here. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now, here's what's crazy. Educate. We knew who Rahab was. She was a prostitute, right? That's who she was in that moment. Innovate. I'm just a believer that in the midst of this situation, Rahab was innovating. She was like, yo, these are the people that's coming here and they serve this God. I need to be something else. Like, so she hid them. That was her innovating. That was like, yo, ooh, we got to put a new plan in place. I know that today I'm prostitute Rahab, but in order for me not to be prostitute Rahab, I need a different plan, right? I need a whole nother plan. 
So she started innovating and figuring out how can I be something else? And the reason I know this is true is because she she recognized that the Lord, your God, is the supreme God of heavens above and the earth below. Right then and there in my mind, she was no longer prostitute Rahab. She had made a decision. I knew who I was. Like, I know y'all might hold that against me. I know if you run into me, like, you're going to think that I'm still that. Like, no, like, no, I'm trying to tell you, even though that's who I was, when the opportunity presented itself to become something different, I took advantage of the opportunity. I made the decision that I was no longer going to be who I was, but now I'm becoming who I want to be. I, look, I, I just think it's dope how Rahab, how it played out with her. Here's what it said in verse 12, right? Now, this is her talking to them, and this is how I know it was intentional. She said, now swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I've helped you. Give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live along with my father and my mother, my brothers and sisters, and all their families. She said, verse 14, or they said, verse 14, we offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety. The men agreed. Now, here's the whole thing that makes this crazy to me. Rahab, at that point, she made this decision. Look, she was in a bad place. She was a bad person, right? She was a person that had made mistakes like many of us do. She don't got to stay there, though. So many of us think that just because we were something that we always have to be it. Oh, I was the class clown. I wasted a lot of time. All I did was win a joke. So what? Don't have to be that all the time. You can make a, I made a conscious decision that I didn't want to be known for comedy because then when you want to be serious, nobody will take you serious. So I was like, nope, I'll always be a silly person that's in me. I can tap into that sometimes. But at the end of the day, that's not my purpose. That's not what I want to work for. I'm telling you right now, you have a decision. We make decisions every day. Every day of this life, we make a decision. Zebras can't be lions, though. So you got to figure out who you are so you can figure out who you could become and who God wants you to be. And when you find yourself like Rahab in a situation like that, you will be prepared to make the decision. That can't be the first time that she thought, I'm not going to be a prostitute forever. Now, that was all they qualified and told us about her. But I'm just, I'm just like, I'm thinking through it. I'm like, no, this had to be on her mind. This had to be something that she was like, no, soon when I get the opportunity, I'm out of here. And she did it. And ultimately, we don't always have to live in sin either. There is better. God wants more. God requires more from you. He has gifted you with something, whether it's one talent, two talents, or five. It doesn't matter because two can't be five. Y'all heard the last episode when uh, Trinity Financial Coaches helped me out and gave me my breakthrough. They like, bro, if you a five and you trying to get ones to be five, zebras can't be lions. So you need to get off that. Get off that trying to make a, a zebra be a lion and you just be a lion and let that zebra be a zebra. Guess what? If you called to be a zebra, you could still glorify God. But if you were created to be a lion and you acting like a zebra, then now you living in sin. Now, the crazy thing about purpose, purpose is about legacy. Notice when Rahab wanted them to guarantee her safety, she did. It wasn't selfish. Remember I said God doesn't gift us to be selfish. It wasn't just for her. 
she was thinking about the safety of her whole family. So you had the person that was known for the bad thing that God used to save everyone. And then the thing about it was, it was when she made the decision to walk in purpose that it changed. She didn't have to force it. And you can't control people. If they didn't want to come, they wasn't going to come. And so what I'm learning, even in how God uses us, again, I can give you a card, but if you got to, you got to activate it. You got to make that decision. And the beautiful thing about Rahab as well is that, you know, we talked, I did a whole episode about uh, the biblical love story of Ruth and Boaz. Rahab was Boaz's mother. There was so much more purpose in her. And that's what we got to understand. The decisions we make today don't just impact us, but they impact our families and our legacy for generations to come. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed this show. Again, hit me up if you want the, uh, the chart. Well, I got to actually create it. I mean, I got the stuff written out, but I haven't created the chart digitally. But I will do that. Email me, jermainwilsonmusic at gmail.com. That's jermainwilsonmusic at gmail.com. Hit me up at inspireguyspeople.com. Uh, as well, you could click the drop down box and go to podcast, or you could just email me from there. Or my Instagram is at Mr. Bellwether. There's an underscore between Mr. and Bellwether. So there we are. That's how you find me everywhere. We rocking out. We got some dope things coming on this show. I appreciate every single person that listens every single week. I love y'all. Don't forget to share this show with someone that you love, like, or needs to be walking in their purpose. Even if you don't like them, just text them this link to the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like you, but, you know, zebras can't be lions either. God's people, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard, please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I surf below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I surf below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.